Hill's True Life Academy helps intelligent, ambitious people achieve and accomplish amazing things for the purpose of living the life they've always dreamed of. We will show you how to tap into the gifts that we all have been given. True Life Academy gives you the best possible chance of living a life full of wealth, health, love, and personal power. As a certified coach, mediator, speaker, and trainer, Clarence has the skills needed to guide you to the most amazing life you can imagine for yourself, focusing on your relationships, finances, health, and career. So join the Academy and be awakened to your true life, the life you dream of, the life that fulfills your purpose, yes, the life you were intended to live. True Life Academy starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to True Life Academy. This is Clarence Caldwell, your host, your coach for the week, and I really appreciate you joining me. Uh, Good morning. Yes, it is morning because we are waking up to our true life, and it is, uh, it's actually the day, the day after Father's Day, and so I'd like to just very briefly give a quick shout out to all the dads out there, all the fathers. I know we did a full show on mothers. Now, I'm sorry to say we're not going to do that for the dads. Uh, We're going to address the dads. Maybe in some future time, we're going to go for a Father Days like we did Mother Days. But uh, let's take it one step at a time. We're going to really honor the mothers, which we did. And we'll just say a a big, big congrats and shout out. And and hopefully you had a great celebration on Father's Day yesterday. So thank you for that. Um, if I get some time at the end of the show, I'll, I'll revisit that with you because there's some interesting stuff about fathers that, that I think it, uh, you might enjoy as well. Uh, but today's topic is, uh, is one that I call DCA, Decide, Commit, and Act. Uh, but before we do that, I, as always, want to remind you to uh, live your life, and hopefully you did this past week with an attitude of gratitude. Live in thanks, give when you can, and love first and then choose because we have the power to choose. It's important that we love first and then choose. And so speaking of choices, often we find ourselves making decisions all the time. And there are big decisions and there are little decisions that we make. And I just have one question. My question today for you is, have you ever had a decision to make but you couldn't quite make it because you were stuck. Um, so what do you do when this happens? We get this major decision, and we're just not a, exactly sure what to do with it and how to go about making that decision. What is it that you do when you're in that situation? Uh, that's part of what we're going to talk about today and getting you unstuck. It's my firm belief that decisions are so very powerful in helping us move along this journey of life that when we don't make a decision, we get stuck and we don't move along the journey. Therefore, we don't get all the things that we want to get. We don't become all the things we want to become. We don't do all the things we want to do. And we don't live that amazing life that uh, that I am speaking of as we go through these, uh, these sessions together. So the question is, have you had a decision to make, but you just couldn't for some reason. There's an interesting thing about that that we'll, we'll, we'll cover because when you don't make a decision, 
sometimes that's a decision in itself, not making the decision. And there are some things that happen when you don't make the decision. I'm going to open the phone lines as usual. Uh, if you're listening live and like to call in, add to the conversation, please do. That number is 866-404-6519. But I'm going to plow through uh, and uh, share with you some things that I think will really, really help. Now, if you remember a couple of weeks ago, we talked about the first step of this of believing in yourself and how to remove the doubt that's within you. And and uh, last week we talked about overcoming the fear or not necessarily getting rid of it, but mastering it and increasing your courage. Well, once you've done that, now you've got some decisions to make about moving forward because you, you've got the belief, you, you're not fearful, but Making the decision sometimes is a little different because it takes a level of, I'll call it intelligence. At least we like to think of it as, an, as intelligence because we're, we're trying to decide based on all this information that we have on what the right decision is. And so when you get stuck, what do you do? What happens? And many, many people get into this place of analysis and they analyze all the information around it uh, and uh, and try to determine from all of the analysis what the right decision is to make. Uh, others also talk to people. Uh, talking to others actually helps sometimes because you get their opinion or their perspective, which is really more gathering of information. And then you throw that information into your analysis pot and you start to analyze again based on yet more information. Uh, and you may talk to other people again, and that cycle might continue and continue, and you find yourself stuck because you're getting all this different information from different people, different perspectives, and you're feeding that into your analysis machine, and your brain is saying, okay, now that I have this, what does that mean? I had a situation not too long ago um, where I had to decide to uh, work for one large company or another. In fact, both companies were attempting to hire me as the head of their their technical organization. Uh, and so that's a really large decision I had to make. And one company was on the West Coast. I'm leaving the company names out of it to protect the guilty. But one company was on the West Coast and the other company was on the East Coast. So the West Coast company offered me I'll just say a ton of money. <laughs> they, uh, I, well, I, the way I used to describe it was a wheelbarrow full of money and stock options and, and all of this. The company on the East Coast was offering less money. But what made the difference for me is the analysis that I went through. So analysis is not wrong. So as I ask you the question about what happens when you get stuck, and if the answer is, well, I kind of analyze the situation, that's a good thing. You need to have the facts. You need to have the information so you can make the right decision. Uh, in fact, I went as far as to make a list. How many of you have done this? Made a list of pros and cons of this decision or that decision, and you end up with this matrix of information that is driving your decision. Well, even after that, you still can't decide, then what do you do? And in fact, this situation that I'm talking to you about of having to decide to work from for the 
West Coast Company versus the East Coast Company was just that. I did the pros and cons of each. And although they were different, they were somewhat weighted the same in my mind. And I had a very difficult time determining which company to, to work for. And that's a good problem to have when you're now. Not all of our problems are like that, but that's a great problem to have. But the kicker for me, just so that I can close the story and move on here, is that one company who offered a lot of money was not very personable. In fact, I didn't really feel that they they cared about me as a person. They just wanted me to fill a slot and they were going to give me money to do it. The other company, the company on the East Coast, even though they weren't offering a lot of money, they called me two or three times. They had their head of human resources call me. In fact, that person's name or that person's title was chief people officer. So they had this very, very people oriented uh, a way about them. The the person I interviewed called me, his boss called me. And they every time they called, they would say, we really want you to be a part of this team. We think you're a great fit and we think you, you could really help us here and we want you to be a part of it. So guess where I went? Instead of going for the money, I went where my heart said, this is where I need to be. And so the analysis, even though all the pros and cons were listed and, and there were many on both sides, I still couldn't make up my mind until I took my head out of it and I let my heart uh, help. So sometimes you have to do that. I mean, I'm, that's not always the answer, but that was a, a scenario where I got stuck and, and that was the process I went through because I had talked to others, I gathered more information, analyzed the situation and still got stuck. Uh, some people say, have you heard this one? Well, just sleep on it. Well, what does that really mean? Just sleep on it. Uh, well, here's what it means to me. Sleeping on it really just says you're going to take some time and don't make a, a quick decision. And even though you may not have any more information in the morning, you might feel differently about it in the morning. And here is, for me, the biggest difference in this whole intellectual analysis versus making the better decision, I'll call it. And that is making sure that you have captured the feeling around around the choice. That's why at the beginning and at the end of the show, I say love first, then choose. There's It's so important to understand where you are in your feeling tone as you make these choices, as you make these decisions, uh, that it will make a difference in the outcome. Now, I will tell you that um, the, I'm going to remind you, let's say this. Remember, we did a thing about champions. Each of, each of us has a champion in us, and the champion in us really has a certain feel to it. And so I want you to pay attention to that champion feel. In fact, there's a, there's a statement that says, champions go to the edge of what they know and then take one more step. So even though you're at the edge and you can't see any further, you don't know what the next step really is going to bring. As a champion, you take that next step. And the champion in us, you know, you raise your hands above your head, ball your fists if you want to, tighten your arms like a champion, make that V shape. If you're not driving, do it with me right now. Put your hands in the air, make that V shape, shake your hands a little bit and say, I am a champion. When you do that, there's a feeling that comes about you. That feeling is a feeling of exhilaration. It's a feeling of confidence, of strength, of, of joy, of happiness, of a, a feeling of accomplishment. 
when you have those feelings, that's what comes out of making decisions. And uh, so I want you to I want you to hold on to that thought and print that feeling, because when we talk about making decisions, it's going to relate back to how we feel. Also, feelings are so important. That's why I spend a lot of time talking about them. Uh, so we're going to take a, a quick break here in this first segment. I'll come back and we'll we'll finish up on decisions. We'll talk about commitment and action. So after the break, uh, join me so that we can finish this discussion. Thanks. True Life Academy with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach Clarence Caldwell returns after this short break. In today's business world, a helping hand or idea that doesn't come with an invoice is a treasured find. And if that happens to you, then you need to pay it forward to keep other entrepreneurs from making mistakes or getting a raw deal. It's called Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi. Wednesday mornings at 10, 9 a.m. Central, Josephine is going to have the guests describe their accomplishments, the lessons they've learned, both good and bad, and then sharing those pieces of knowledge as we create a movement of Paying It Forward. For more information about Josephine, her business, and background, you can go to MyMomKnowsBest.com. Josephine Jirasi has always been a problem solver. She saw this need and has turned it into a movement. It's Paying It Forward with tips, tools, advice, and hard lessons learned. These pieces of knowledge can make a huge difference for you, your business, and others. So join us for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi, Wednesday mornings at 10 a.m., 9 a.m. Central on DoggyNet.com. Have you heard... The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. And how to get unstuck when we find ourselves with a tough decision to make. Uh, the last thing we talked about was feelings, and you know, they are so important. I actually did a full episode on emotions. If you remember that, the bottom line is that um, emotions and feelings do run our lives. If, if you go walk into a classroom or somewhere and you want to sit down next to someone, you you might not want to sit down next to the person based on what you're feeling. And so it does determine what we do. It determines the decisions we make. So it's it's very important to understand that. But not making a decision has consequences to it as well. The feelings that come out of being undecided is 
as important to recognize as being that champion that has made a decision, being the decision maker. Let me give you an example under or, or, or let me give you a list of of the things that you might feel if you're undecided. It's kind of a low level of fear, actually. And we talked about it in fear when we did, when we went over fear last week. We talked about the lowest level of fear is something called anxiety. So if you feel very anxious because you're undecided, that's what comes up for you. That's not a great feeling. Frustration is often accompanying that being undecided. And, you know, other other parts of our lives get put on hold or they suffer because we haven't made a decision. You know, it even decreases and diminishes our capacity to make decisions going forward. And, you know, it seems like and it feels like that we're somewhat passive and even weak. So these are being undecided, bring about all of these types of feelings for us and staying there. uh, Gosh, that would result in essentially someone else might decide for you what the decision is. And you're less likely to make decisions later if you get into a habit of being undecided. So that's not really where we want to be. That's not the the thing that puts you on the journey to your amazing life, that is not going to help. So being undecided, bringing about the anxiousness, the frustration, the, the, the parts of your life that are on hold or suffer, the decreased capacity to make decisions, the passiveness, the weakness, that's not where you want to be. Decisions that are made, once you make that decision, you have that champion type feeling that we talked about that comes with it is confidence and strength. Even a relief, because at least you've made a decision. Happiness, a, a, a measure of, of, comp, of accomplishment, some joy, and even the increased capacity to make decisions in the future. So making a decision is more about everything else than it is about the decision itself. I will tell you that the decision is really just um, part of the equation. So make the decision and experience the champion-type feelings that come with it, the confidence, the strength, relief, happiness, accomplishment, joy, increased capacity. And, you know, the cool thing about it is, uh, who was it? I think it was uh, Bob Proctor who made the comment that said, it's a mental move that you can make. Now, when I hear mental move, I think about uh, jujitsu or or martial arts, it's a move you can make. It's a, it's a mental move you can make. And I'll tell you this about that mental move. It takes no time at all. It takes nanoseconds to make that move. And the other thing is, it takes zero calories. You, can't, you don't burn one calorie by making that mental move, that decision. So it's no calories, takes less than a second. And so from that standpoint, it's fairly easy. What's not easy is all of the mental gymnastics you go through and through the analysis, the pros and cons and asking help from other people and their perspective and feeding that information back into the analysis and and just getting stuck. So uh, I want to just impart upon you how important that is to to make the decision because it will help you in so many other ways. You know, even if the goal or the opportunity aren't really big and, and good ones like the one I described that I had in making a decision on whether to go to the West Coast or the East Coast for a job. Uh, there could be smaller decisions, 
but it still has the same impact. Now, believe me, I, I'm not really talking about the real tiny decisions like what color shirt am I going to wear today, but I'm talking about the decisions that would would impact your life in some regard. And being clear about that is is very, very helpful in uh, making the decision. I call it the ready, aim, fire approach. And the reason I call it ready, aim, fire, because it is so important to to take it in that sequence. I put the sequence of decide, commit, and act in that sequence for a reason, and we'll talk about that here shortly. So let me give you a, a couple of things you can do to break the logjam of your decision-making. Uh, first of all is a mindset. You have to have the right mindset uh, when you go into this whole thing of trying to decide something. And when I say mindset, uh, I part of what I'm talking about is being present, just being present in the situation, not being distracted by so many outside influences. In fact, you might just want to get away from everyone. Go into a room by yourself. Turn off the television. Just sit. Be present with the decision that you have to make. Be present there and understand that this is yours to make. This is a choice that you have to make. Yes, it could impact other other things in your life and it will and it may affect other people, but at the end of the day, it is your choice. As I mentioned, if you don't make the choice and you stay stuck, the likelihood is that the decision will be made for you. And when the decision is made for you, it rarely is in your favor. Sometimes it is. Sometimes you can get lucky. And that's what luck is. It is rarely in your favor. 90% of the time, it's not in your favor. 10% of the time, it might be in your favor. So if you like those odds, then just stay stuck and don't do anything. And the world will make the decisions for you. And typically, you will not be as happy with those decisions. And you won't have that feeling tone that we talked about of, of feeling strong and confident and relief and happy and accomplished and, and, and increasing your capacity to make future decisions. Those are the things that come along with you making the decision, the decision that takes no time and no calories. So the mindset in making the decision is important. Be present with what it is. And here's, here's the way I'd like for you to think about being present in making uh, the decision and breaking the logjam within. Remember, and you can say this to yourself, remember that my decision is a step on my journey, but it's not my destination. So change your mindset about what this decision is. Even if it's a big decision like the one I, I had to make, taking a step in the journey is what this decision does. It does not say that's where I'm going to end up. That's where life ends up for me. And that's it's game over after that. That decision is, you know, completely ends my life or changes. It, it, it is about taking a step in your journey or on your journey. And if you look at the mindset of a decision being another step in your journey, now you're moving forward. And that's what I'd like for you to do. Change that mindset. Be, be present and understand the impact is really another step. It's, not, it's never about the destination. Remember that. It's always about the journey. 
So take that journey. Now, here's the second thing you can do for making a decision. Um, it's, again, another easy two-step process. I always give these easy ways to break these log jams for you, whether it has to do with belief in yourself, fear, or, or making decisions or whatever. I like to keep it simple. Someone once said to me, keep it simple, stupid. And I didn't like that. So I say keep it stupidly simple. That's a better way of saying it because I don't want to be called stupid. Keep it stupidly simple means for me, I need one or two things to remember. And so the first thing is that mindset. This is only a step in the journey. It's not my destination. Secondly is set yourself a time to decide. So give yourself a deadline. So if you're stuck, say, hey, I got to make this decision by a certain time, 24 hours, 48 hours, two minutes, whatever that timeline is, set it for yourself. I will tell you, you're not going to get any more information, but not very much more information if you continue to wait. You'll just be stewing and staying in that one spot. And like I said before, if you wait too long, you're going to get help from the outside. But remember, you know, 90% of the time, it's not going to be in your favor if you allow that to happen. So making a decision, getting unstuck, your mindset, it's merely a step in your journey. And secondly, give yourself a deadline. Make that decision by a certain time. All right. So we're going to move on to the next uh, thing, which is the commitment. And uh, I'll ask you a question relative to the commitment. And that is, how often do you start something that you've decided to do, but you don't finish it? How often do you start something but not finish it? To me, this has to do with commitment. And this is why commitment in decision making is so important. Because the lack of commitment to the decision will keep you from taking the full step that you decided to take. And I'll give you just a couple of brief examples about myself. And, and I know this about myself and I'm working to, to improve it. Reading as an example. I love to read, uh, but when I read a book, and I, in fact, I just started this not too long ago, I make sure that I'm going to read that book cover to cover. Maybe not in one sitting or two sittings, but I'm, I'm just going to commit to reading the book. I used to have a real big problem in finishing books. I would start tons of books and never finish them. Uh, so that was one of the things that I found that it was a commitment. I was really, I wanted to do it, I decided to read a book, but I wasn't committed to reading it. Now I don't read, I don't even start the book unless I know that I can commit to finishing it. And that's being present and knowing myself well enough to know that if I start a book, I'm not going to finish it unless I'm committed to it. So ask yourself this question, how often do you start something and not finish it? And it's, does it have to do with your commitment to it? Um, a decision without a commitment is like not making the decision at all. Okay? A decision without a commitment is like, is like not making a decision at all. We'll talk more right after this break. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. 
Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management. The holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness. How emotions are directly related to physical illness and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Girlfriended is on Toginet. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central with your hosts, Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. This show is your chance to share, learn, laugh, and connect with other women. The Girlfriended principle was born out of loss. Lisa had recently had her mother pass away from cancer, and my mom um, was murdered. A man just walking into a room and started a 23-second shooting spree. I think one of the things we both realized going through those tragedies is that you can be extremely okay and be extremely sad. Check out Girlfriended.com. And then be a part of Girlfriended, the radio show, Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. You know, your boyfriend or, or your husband or whatever, they don't totally understand that emotional side to a woman like another woman does. And I think that's so important just to have somebody that you go, she gets me. Check out the website, girlfriended.com. Don't miss Girlfriended with Patty Wyatt and Lisa Jernigan. Thursdays at 10 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. All right, we're back. We're talking about DCA, Decide, Commit, and Act. And uh, we've already talked about getting the logjam broken for decision making. And now it's time to talk about being committed to that decision. As I left you just a moment ago, we said a decision without a commitment is like not making a decision. And why is that? Uh, You know, there may be an immediate short-term feeling of accomplishment, things that we talked about. And when you make the decision, uh, that brings about this level of relief or joy or uh, feeling a little bit strong because you've made the decision. Uh, But without the commitment, you'll you'll, you'll take certain actions without conviction. Let me say that again. Without a commitment in your decisions, you might take actions, but you'll take actions without conviction. And that's a dangerous thing to do because you think you've made a decision and we get to this place where we make a decision and boom, we take action. And that is okay on some things. If you're picking out the color of your shirt you're going to wear today, if you're deciding on what breakfast to eat or something of that nature, it's okay not to be fully committed to the blue shirt this morning, okay? I'm not saying every decision has to have a major commitment to it, but the big decisions in your life, the ones that really get you stuck, those do require a commitment, and that's really why you were stuck, because you you knew you had to be committed to the decision. So once you do make the decision, 
being committed to it is an absolute necessity. We cannot go from decision to action without that middle piece in there. Um, I say that because, you know, it's like, it's like a stimulus and a response. And this is the thing that separates us from a lot of the other living creatures on the earth is that we, we don't just respond to stimuli. We get stimulated and then we respond, true, but there's a piece in the middle there called choice. That is what we talk about every week is the choices that we make. So when we go from stimulus to response, there's this area called choice we go through. The same with our decisions. When we go from decision to action, there's this piece in the middle we need to go through called commitment. We need to be committed to that decision because action is not going to have any conviction to it if we don't commit. And action without conviction is just going through the motions. When you take action and you're really not you don't have a conviction around that action. You're really just going through the motion. That's why the commitment is ahead of action in this, in this triad that I talk about. Decide, commit, and act. If the decision is not that important, then it's okay to go on without commitment. Okay, I'll, I'll just reiterate that. You're just picking out the color of your shirt. That's fine. Uh, but be aware of the consequence. So if you're not committed, even if it's a small decision, if you're not committed, you are more more able to be influenced to change your mind. And so your actions will, will, will reflect that. If you're not committed to your decisions, you'll be more able to be influenced to change your mind. And when your decisions change, then you're starting over. So you make a decision, you're not committed, you take action. Uh, it's a little bit tough, so let me change the decision. You go through this loop, and what do you do? You lose time. It's a loss of time. You also lose a bit of confidence. The confidence that you were building by making the decision, you lose that because now you've changed your decision. So without the commitment, your actions aren't convicted. You're not convicted uh, with the actions that you're taking. And you have a tendency to change the decision when you run into a little bit of trouble. You know, commitment, I I look at commitment as the, I'll call it the mortar between the bricks. If you're going to build a house, You don't just stack bricks on top of each other. You can do it that way. And the house might stand fairly sturdy for a little while until a big wind comes along or something runs into it and that house will collapse fairly easily. That's why they put mortar in between the bricks. It holds them. It's the commitment. Your commitment to your decisions is the mortar between the bricks. The decision is the house and it will not stand against external pressures if it doesn't have the mortar there. So um, here's, here's a, a great example. Um, just recently, in the last, oh, 18 months, I made the decision to change careers. I've been in, corporate, in the corporate life for many, many years, and I decided to do this work instead, to help other people, to help people find their passion in life, to help people find their purpose in life, to help people uh, find their true self and to become all that they can become. That was a really tough decision, but I did a measure of analysis around it. I've sought 
information and input from others, and I fed that into the analysis machine, but I wasn't going to get stuck there. I did get stuck for a little while, not very long. I realized that I had to make a decision. I made the decision to take this path, to do this work. That's why I'm talking to you today. This is a decision I made, but I had to go a step further. I had to commit to this decision, and I am so committed to this decision. It's unbelievable. I surprised myself how committed I am to this. Uh, I, in fact, got an email this morning, an email this morning, and I get them from time to time. But this one was really one that would shake your commitment, it would shake your decision. Uh, I got a, 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 an email from a headhunter who was really wanting to, uh, to pre- present to me an opportunity that was almost just perfect. It was perfect in, in other ways and perfect in terms of my business life. And I know there would be you know, a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow there, too. I just got that email this morning. And believe me, my commitment was tested. And I immediately went and got present with myself and tried to sit and understand what this really meant to me. What were the feelings that I was having? Again, it's about what feelings this brings. Sometimes you have to listen to yourself that way, not just to the words, but what's going on inside. And my commitment stands. My commitment stands today uh, that this is the work that I'm, I'm committed to doing and this is the work I'm going to continue to doing. So continue to do. So um, that's just another example. So how do you make a commitment? Um, there is, um, again, I'm going to just give you a couple of real quick things that I'm going to give you the KISS formula. Keep it stupidly simple that it's really about mindset and it's about action. Most of the things that I tell you uh, when I give you something to do, the tools that I give you, they're really around those two things, your mindset and the action you can take. So in the case of the decision making, I gave you the, the mindset of that this is just a step in your journey and not the destination. That's the mindset you should have. And the action you should take is to set it yourself a timeline. Um, in this case of committing and uh, committing to a decision, the mindset here is the mindset of clarity. I want you to be very clear on the decision. So it's hard to commit to something that's kind of fuzzy. <laughs> if you're not real clear, uh, you can't commit to fuzziness. It's really difficult. So the mindset around commitment is being very, very clear. And so my self-conversation this morning around, wow, this looks like a great, great opportunity back in corporate America. What was my commitment? Let me get really clear on the decision that I made several months ago to do this work. Am I really committed to this? Let me get clear. What does that mean? It it means I'm going to go through a year or two of struggle before things really, really get really better. And I know that. So that's not, it's not that things are not good and I need to change my decision because I'm committed to it. So that mindset of being really clear is very, very helpful in your commitment. Now, the action that I'm going to ask you to take as a result of being clear is you need to decide if the commitment is needed. In other words, uh, identify 
the opportunity lost if you don't have a commitment. So you might even write it down. You say, in order to make this commitment, I've got to be clear. Okay, I'm clear on the decision. Now the action I want to take is, let me write down, if I don't commit to this, what could happen? I could drop and turn and make another decision. Okay, well, what does that mean? So work that through. And if you're okay with it, fine. You don't probably don't need the commitment. If, if I don't want to wear the blue shirt because I changed my mind, it's okay. I can wear the white shirt. It's not that big a deal. I can change my decision, and it's not going to have that big of an impact on me. There's no opportunity lost. So deciding if the commitment is needed is your next step, is your action step. So being clear on the decision is one and deciding if the commitment needed is the action. So when you do that, those two things, again, these are very simple and I know they're simple, but the, I, I want to make sure that you're capturing these. If you're listening to this via podcast, um, feel free at any time, stop the tape, rewind it and listen to it again. You, I, I encourage you to take notes. I do that because this information I'm giving you, I'm giving it to you. You know, I give when I can, and I'm giving this to you. I will tell you, this same information is elaborated in books and DVDs and tapes all over the place, and people are selling this information to you. So be aware that it may be a different person delivering it to you. It may not be Oprah delivering it to you or, or Anthony Robbins, but this is free. So I encourage you to uh, take heed, write it down, put it in your toolkit, make it a part of your practice. And that's the, that's the other thing I want to just make sure that you know. This is about practicing. It doesn't happen overnight. This is something you have to practice. When I was sleeping in the backseat of a car, I didn't just wake up and start doing these things. I had to practice them over and over and over and over again till I got really good at deciding, I got really good at decision-making, really good at commitment, really good at taking action. And so it does take practice. The journey that you're on, you've got to take several steps. And so I encourage you to do that. This is, this is valuable information. Hope you receive it that way. Um, when we get back from the break, I'm going to talk to you about action. So we'll talk to you in a second. with certified trainer, mediator, and life coach, Clarence Caldwell, returns after this short break. Have you ever wondered why America is facing such a health care crisis? Then join us for Dr. Peter DeVette Live every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Doctor, doctor. He'll answer your health care and medical questions and share with you his knowledge and opinions on topics ranging from holistic health care to spirituality and wellness. You'll find out about the roots of your health care challenges versus symptom management, the holistic approach, how the spirit, mind, and body connection is critical in both the development of illness and the solution to illness, how emotions are directly related to physical illness, and how to read your body like a book. Dr. DeVette will also go through 
your personal questions and how you can navigate through the illness maze. Supplements, medications, therapies, treatment options, surgeries, all kinds of things related to your health. Dr. Peter DeVent Live, every weekday at 1 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Then join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget on TogiNet Wednesday nights, 9, 8 central. Do you want to recreate a truly connected relationship or wonder, how do I tell my kids about things? Join Lou Paget, one of the world's best-selling authors in the field of sexuality, a certified sex educator and sought-after expert for all media and her renowned expert guests as they discuss anything and everything about sex that impacts our lives and our families' lives. For more on Lou, check out her website, loupaget.com. This is the show where the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health can finally give you the answer to that question. Join us for Sex Talk with Lou with your host, Lou Paget, Wednesday nights at 9, 8 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to True Life Academy, your source for developing the skills and motivation to create an amazing life of purpose and fulfillment. With more transformational keys for success, here is your host, Clarence Caldwell. Hi again, and welcome back. We are talking about DCA, Decide, Commit, and Act. And uh, this is important because it is the final step, the action step, that makes it all worthwhile. The decision is just the decision. Even being committed to the decision is a commitment to the decision. But it's the action that moves us forward. It's taking that left foot and putting it in front of the right and then taking the right foot and putting it in front of the left. That's where the journey is. So uh, getting clear about that and your, your decision and being committed to taking that journey is so, so important. But you've got to start taking the steps. Now, as I mentioned earlier, it's not about uh, just taking action. Um, we mentioned about people deciding and then taking action. So I don't want to minimize that middle step that we just talked about. Commitment is so, so important because it's, it becomes, instead of ready, aim, fire, it becomes ready, fire, aim, if you're only deciding and then taking action. So we don't want to ready, fire, aim. We want to ready, aim, then fire. And the commitment will be the aiming. That is where we're really committed and we're, we're honed in on the target and we, we know what we're going to do. So before you take that action, please make sure you decide appropriately. Remember, the, the decision has this, this champion feeling to it. We want to be decision makers from that standpoint. We want to commit in a way that keeps us on track and then take action. See, the action piece is kind of easy for a lot of people. It's, and that's why this, this segment is going to be a little short and sweet because there's not much I need to tell you about taking action. Everybody is pretty good at taking action. Most people can just, well, I'm just going to take action. <laughs> you know, it's, it's that just do it mentality. Just, I'm just going to do it. But without the decision and without the commitment, the action doesn't have the conviction to it that we talked about that's needed in order to really move you down the path. Uh, this the, of your journey. So the ready, aim, fire is important. And uh, let me just tell you another uh, quick story. 
about um, part of my life in, in corporate America. There's a, there was a gentleman who, he has passed away many years ago since, but when I was just becoming, I was just getting into management at one of my first uh, Fortune 500 companies, uh, Mr. Murphy, Earl Murphy was his name, a great, great individual. He was a vice president, and I was supervisor, which is one, two, three, three or four levels below where he was. Well, he created these positions that reported directly to him that were manager positions, and they were called service managers. And these service managers were responsible for real customers. So they had big business customers that these service managers, and there was only four or five service manager positions. And he put people in those positions to take care of the large customers and to make sure that those customers were happy. And because he was getting the call, he was getting the call when something went wrong technically for that customer or the network would go down, he would get the phone call. So he was tired of getting those phone calls from, from big customers. So he put these, this team of service managers in place and he gave me an opportunity to become a service manager. This was a step up for me. And I was very thankful. Now, he saw my work in my other position, and so he was impressed with what I was able to do. So he put me in this position of being a service manager, reporting directly to the vice president. This was huge. This was huge because I get to skip one, two, maybe three levels in my reporting just uh, to report directly to him. What that allowed me was a little bit of clout. Anytime I went around and said something, people listened because they knew I reported to Errol Murphy. So it was a, it was a it was a cool thing, uh, but he did that purposely because he wanted the people in that position to be close enough to the action that they could make tactical decisions and get things done, um, and still have the clout by reporting directly to him to make sure that people would would in fact follow through. So he was pretty brilliant in, in creating those. Uh, but he said to me, uh, he gave me a couple of really great tips that that helped my career. And I'll just share some of them with you. Uh, one was he gave me two rules to live by because I had never been in front of the customer before. I was always behind the scenes doing technology stuff. So now I had a customer-facing job. And in fact, I had to meet with the customer every week in a big meeting and explain our, our actions or inactions to, to the customer. And he said, Clarence, rule number one is that the customer is always right. And I remember that. And I've heard that before. And, I, you know, I kind of get that. But I didn't really know what it meant, but I've heard it. It's kind of cliche-ish. And I said, okay, he's just going to give me a little speech. Customer's always right. Got it, Mr. Murphy. He says, but Clarence, let me tell you something. If there's ever a time when the customer is wrong, I mean, you know the customer's wrong. <laughs> if there's ever a time when, you, when you're faced with that, he said, refer, he said, rule number two is refer to rule number one. Rule number two is if the customer is ever wrong, refer to rule number one. That means the customer is right even when they're wrong. So this whole mindset shift for me around customer service really took hold, and I, I just saw it a different way. Now, you could influence the customer. You could help change their perception. You could you know, help manage their perception, but they were always right. You never wanted to make them wrong. You would never make them wrong. So when he said that to me, I really perked up and I realized that this guy knew what he was talking about. He knew something about business. He knew something about customers 
And so I was going to use him to learn everything I could. Now, here's the second thing he taught me that applies to this piece that we're talking about now, and that's taking action. He said, uh, Clarence, the other thing I want to tell you is that if, uh, if you do the wrong thing, if you take the wrong action, he says, I won't fire you. I will never fire you for taking the wrong action. He said, but Clarence, I will fire you if you take no action. So that really hit home. Okay. It wasn't about doing, you know, things perfectly. And his mind was make sure you have a good intention of the customer being right, doing what the customer wants, and take action. So decide, commit to that customer, and take action. And that simple lesson for me was was so eye-opening. And hopefully you got something out of that little story because taking action will actually breathe life into the decisions that you make. And so this is a mindset change. So when I talk about action, you don't need any help there because I know you know how to take action. But here's the mindset thing. The mindset around action is you're going to get fired if you don't take action. Life will fire you if you don't take action. Now, please decide, commit first so that your actions have conviction. But you must take action. If you're not taking action, you're not moving forward. You're not taking one step in that journey. You're not moving one step further, closer to your goal, closer to your dream, then life is going to fire you. You're going to be upset. You're going to be miserable. So here's the deal. Decide. Decisions are so important. They take no time and no calories, but make a decision. It's only a step on your journey. It's not your destination. So change the mindset around decisions. Commit to that decision. Without a commitment to the decision, you can be in this loop of making different decisions and changing your mind and making another decision because you were never committed to that decision. Committing to that decision is so very important in order for the decision to have a little weight to it. And third, take action. Take action. Even if it's not the right thing at that moment, You must take action. If it's based on your decision and based on your commitment to the decision, take action. Because not taking action, life will fire you. And you don't want that. I don't want that for you. In fact, if you do these three things and you become proficient at it, again, this is is a practice. These tools I'm giving you, I can't just put a a jigsaw in your hand and expect that you're going to cut out a perfect pattern for yourself. As soon as I give you the jigsaw, that's just the tool. You have to practice. And so if you keep this very simple three-step, decide, commit, and act with the information of changing your mindset on each of these layers, you will be able to practice this in a way that allows you not only to increase your capacity for making decisions, but you'll begin to make better decisions throughout your journey. And as you make better decisions, you will begin to accomplish greater things. It's really that simple. So uh, I hope this, uh, this 
segment, this episode was of value to you because I think it's something that can really, really change your life. Now, believing in yourself is absolutely critical. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago. Removing the doubt and believing in yourself is, is crucial before you can even do anything, before you attempt to do anything. Secondly, if you're fearful, make sure that you're putting fear in the back seat. Remember, you're driving this bus, not fear. And, and then here, this piece of deciding, committing, and acting will propel you down the path of your journey uh, in such a way that you'll begin to accomplish things that will even amaze yourself. So that's this week's um, talk. And if it's, uh, if it's meaningful to you, I, I want to encourage you to continue to follow us on Twitter at True Life Academy. Continue to follow us and like us on Facebook at True Life. Uh, it's called uh, True Life, Clarence Caldwell's True Life Academy. Um, l- watch our blog on WordPress and Tumblr. It's all True Life Academy. Just keep looking for True Life Academy and you'll find us out there. We're putting this information out on all separate levels of social media, Google+, Pinterest, um, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, WordPress. It's all out there, and it, it continues to, to cycle out there. Sign up on the website. Put your name and information in, your email, on the website, ClarenceCaldwell.com, and you'll get access to some of this great information in document form. So just uh, continue to tell others about us. This is, this is amazing stuff that we're giving so that you can lead an amazing life. Live in gratitude. Give when you can. And because you have the power to choose, love first, then choose. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks, everyone. for joining us on today's True Life Academy. Certified coach, trainer, and motivational speaker, Clarence Caldwell, returns next week at this same time to share his keys to success to help, 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 help achieve the life you dream of. Yes, the life you were intended